we get the first slide up, please, Alice? Wonderful. This hasn't escaped your attention, has it? I hope not. You excited? Fed up already? It, I, I think this is actually incredible. Um, and, and the reason I just put this slide up is the last day to register to vote is tomorrow. Tomorrow at midnight. I, I, the reason I think it's incredibly important is because what you and I have tried to do affects the people that live around us as well as ourselves. But mainly the people that live around us. And that's why I put it in the first place. So if you haven't registered, please do so. But again, it probably hasn't escaped your attention in the last week, the, the main political parties have published their manifestos. They are full of commitments. Some of them we might think are great. Some of them we might think are crazy. But what we all have to do is make a judgment. Are they good commitments? And will those commitments be kept? And we make a judgment because we know deep down that commitments are important. We know commitments are important. In fact, I love this quote. Reality forms around around a commitment, the dreams that come real in your life will, by and large, be determined by what you commit to. So if you want to be a great painter, you'll commit to practice and learning and growing your skill. If you want a great family, you'll commit to your partner and your children. The commitments we make matter alters the future
Matthew 5 and verse 14. The invitation to the day, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, and to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five talents. So also the one with two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other ten. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's account. The man with the two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I've gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's account. Then the man who had received the one talent came. Master, he said, I know that you're a hard man, harvesting when you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent from him, and give it to the one who has the ten talents. For everyone who has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they should have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside, into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Good question. Yeah. I'm sure it's quite simple, isn't it? There's a master here, three servants, who gives each of them a chunk of money, he goes away, he comes back a short time later to see what they've done with what he has given them. And the first two have done great. But the third one simply fails. Let's observe three things that I believe that we can learn from what Jesus says. The first is this, is that everything in our lives is a gift from God. Everything in our lives. Verse 14, we're reminded that what is in the servant's hands had been entrusted to them. It wasn't theirs, it had been entrusted to them. It belonged to their master. And there is this basic assertion in the Bible that everything belongs to God. And I've shared that over recent weeks. That your house, your car, uh, your iPad, your sofa, your chairs, your breath in your lungs, your life itself all belongs to God. And so when we think about our giving, when we think about money, the place that we start is this understanding that everything belongs to God. And what we have in our lives is a entrusted to us. The second thing is that God expects us to use what He's given us. Just to go through four verses of the memory, I've simply given 
what God had promised to Abraham. The third servant hid him. He got gripped by fear. And when the master returned, he got reprimanded for being lazy. And his hand got taken off. The other two knew that they'd been gripped. And they sinned and increased that they did not get caught. And that is simply what I believe God wants us to do. To look at what is in our hands and to use it and you may have come across some teaching that is often associated with prosperity teaching or prosperity message. And it's prevalent in some areas of the church, and it's basically said that we should give from what you don't yet have. Because God is going to bless you as you give. Now, I do believe that God can and does bless us when we give, and sometimes that is but the problem that I've had with the prosperity message is that it can treat God rather like a shopping center. In other words, I'll put some money in and some money will come out. But I don't believe that it works that way. And so that's why in this church we teach about stewardship. And what that means is that we give in proportion to what God has given us. Now that sounds very, very different way of thinking about money and giving. First thing that I want to say is that God, that sorry, that His use of what we have is strategic. Verses twenty-one and twenty-two. I love the message translation. They say, "Verse seven, well done. Come and share your master's money." To think about money and giving. Here's some deep questions that I think are good to ask God. Questions that we should be asking. Storehouse, it's a large construction project we run. As part of that, 
And what it is the first time we've been on holiday in our local community. And one of the things that's hard about it is we provide baby carers. And we provide those to mums who are expecting. And the bad thing is a whole lot of practical staff taking care of napping and wipes and baby clothes. Uh, there's some baby clothes in there. And there's a crib um, for the mum who has just had a baby or is just going to lie in bed and bed and bed. Now, it's led by Tracy. This is a picture of Tracy on the next slide here. Um, and you'll see that she's holding uh, a bundle of stuff. This is hand-knitted clothes and toys and a handmade playmat. And some of these are made by a lady in Canada. And she wrote this note to Tracy last week. And Tracy says this. She said, Hi, Tracy. I hope you can use the tools. I have been so blessed by helping the work of children. The past 18 months, I've been suffering from anxiety and have come off my patients. You telling me about the storehouse gave me a focus and a way of living. I am so much better now and not so haggard. So it's a blessing all round. I thank the Lord every day. He has such wonderful blessings. Please feel free to share this with anyone that you can help. Blessings.
And so if you click the next one, there you go. That's them stealing time before we get there and back because they are absolutely So again, we who here in this church have been a small part of making
you going to be ultimately with you. Um, I also need to let you know that the list is not yet in. We're aiming to put that in during the autumn months. In terms of finances, uh, the construction is on budget. This is um, the team has worked incredibly um, hard to get it. Um, one thing that we've not yet been able to do, partly because of time and partly because of budget, is to fully fit out a cafe serving area. We really want to do this as soon as we possibly can so that we can finish the project in one go. And so as part of Commitment Sunday today, there's an opportunity for all of us to be a part of finishing this project, including the cafe area. And many of you have been involved in this project financially over the past few years. Thank you so much. You can see that your money is here. For others, um, you may not have been involved up to this point. There's an opportunity today to be a part of all of that. Last week, I said that today we would announce the cafe. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like if you put a smile on God's face, if He likes it when we respond to Him and when we give back to Him. You see, living a good life for a Christian isn't about achieving a God Jesus. Living a good life for a Christian is knowing that we can be Jesus that our lives can bless us, that we can put a smile on His face, that we can have that kind of relationship with God. And I find that unbelievable. I don't know about you, but an ordinary person like me could live my life in such a way that would actually please Almighty God, that would actually bring pleasure to the Creator of the heavens and the earth. Stunning. That through Jesus Christ, people like you and I would be invited into a relationship with Almighty God where we could actually bless Him, where we could actually bless Him. And how we use our money is one of the ways that we do that. But it's also the choices that we make, what comes out of our mouth, the way that we act, how we spend our money. But I do find it utterly amazing that God would bring us relationship with him and we could bless him. That we could serve our God. So I want to encourage you to everything that you do in your life. Do everything you can do in your life. Count those So, Lord, we say again this morning, we say yes to that. Lord, we want to live in that kind of relationship with you. Lord, we're so grateful.